Davis. Her season's going to end on a double doink. One. Unbelievable. The Olympics, Euros, baseball, and major championships and concerts are all this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat their pubes like the Olympic gold medal? Fellas. Do right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com using code DOINK. The world is starting to open up and the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their brand new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, plus two free gifts, performance boxer briefs, and the shed travel bag. Talk about world-class discount. It's the post-quarantine world. This package is the perfect package for your package and peak performance in whatever sport you desire. The brand new lawnmower 4.0 is here to take the podium. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has 7,000 RPM motor. A new multifunction on and off switch can engage a travel lock and gives the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed. For a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Michael Phelps is drooling over the possibilities. Get 20% off and free shipping using code DOINK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using code DOINK at manscaped.com. We also want to thank BetterUp for sponsoring today's episode. Not everyone is someone they can lean on and talk to. That's where BetterUp comes in. With BetterUp, you have access to over 20,000 professional licensed therapists. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. BetterUp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. If you've ever searched for a counselor in your area, you know it can take weeks or even months just to get a phone call back. With BetterUp, you can start communicating in as little as 48 hours. BetterUp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. You deserve to prioritize your mental health this year, so get 10% off your first month at BetterUp.com. podcast. We want to thank BetterUp for sponsoring Today's episode, the last sponsor of the day is Coolbet. Coolbet is the most transparent gaming company in the world. Coolbet also provides the best odds in Canada with world-class customer service. For first-time users, use the puzzle code DOINK, D-O-N-K, DOINK, for a 100% welcome bonus of $200 when signing up with Coolbet. That's code DOINK, and Coolbet will match your first deposit up to $200. Give our friends at Coolbet Canada a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Coolbet Canada. Coolbet, stay cool and bear responsible. And welcome back to another episode of the Double Doink Podcast. My name is Brendan Deke. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated. If you can also rate the podcast and review the podcast wherever you do listen to your podcast. It would also be greatly appreciated. We have a really cool episode coming at you 
today. I'm happy to be joined by Gab Goody. She works for FanDuel and she's one half of the Unsportsmanlike Conduct podcast that is also presented by FanDuel. Gabby, how are we doing today? I'm great. You know, it's just a nice day in Cleveland, Ohio. My baseball team hasn't lost yet, so we're doing we're doing well. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's raining in Toronto. Is it raining in Cleveland? No, it's sunny. It's sunny and like 75 here. There you go. Can't, can't, ask, for outside. Better, can't ask for a better day in Cleveland. So right. um I wanna I wanna start with this one. You were with uh Miles Sanders and Jalen Rager today. My Eagles fan in me has to ask, how are they? Oh looking? gosh. They were awesome. They yeah. were they were so nice. Um, yeah, they were really great guys. I went to Miles Sanders. It was like a kickball charity event. Okay, cool. A bunch of different guys that lived in the Pittsburgh area from the Pittsburgh area were in it, a couple of his teammates. Yeah, it was a really fun event, and the interviews with them were so good. I can't wait to share those. Did you get to play in the kickball tournament? No, I did not no, play. No, did not play? No, no, no. no, I was not playing in it, but I was just there on the sideline talking to everybody there and it was it was awesome yeah cool were there was there any other eagles there or was it just rager and sanders just those two okay but okay. they were phenomenal they're so two funny in, two interesting eagles i'm actually under this mm-hmm. um assumption i don't even know if miles sanders might make it to pass the trade deadline with this team just with his contract situation and jalen rager right. might he's kind of on the bubble right now so oh jalen rager i feel bad for him <laughs> i know you know what i, I completely, know i completely agree with you there he doesn't get he gets too much heat in the Philadelphia media. It's, mm-hmm. um, I do. He was he was so sweet, and I I feel yeah. I feel really bad for him. He's going been going through a lot, and yeah, I, it was awesome to see him out there having a good time. That's so. good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. All righty. So I want to start. We're, we're going to start with some Cleveland football. Uh, and then we're oh gonna yeah. In, and we're going to get mm-hmm. into your how you got to where you are today. But we're, we got to start with the Cleveland Browns. Um, how is the city of Cleveland holding up right now with the Brown situation? What is the vibe like when you talk to people around the city? Because it's like there's just a um, massive monkey on the on your guys' back, and you're kind of waiting to get it off. How's the vibe like in Cleveland? Right I now? mean, like, so like it's just Cle- it's Cleveland. Like you think about the Browns, and you just know it's a mess. It's a never ending cycle of things that you don't know what's going to happen. It's each mm-hmm. year it's something new. And I feel like fans at this point are pretty, I wouldn't say immune to everything, but they're like, oh, yeah, that's just, I mean, that's very Cleveland Browns of you guys mm-hmm. to be in the situation that we are in right now. So when, um, I think when, people are excited. I think some people are really excited and I think some people are really upset. And then there's some people like, um, what the heck am I supposed to do? Yeah. There's very, a lot of people in every extreme right now. Would you say that, the fan base, I guess, if they had the chance to rewind the clock, I can't remember no. exactly what the trade would happen. Would you say that you you think that a lot of the fan base is happy with the trade still for Deshaun Watson? I mean, would they- I would say it's about like I say there's a lot in both. Okay. There's some people that are really, really excited. Um, there's some people that are excited to get rid of Baker Mayfield in total without the Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And there's people that are very angry. So you have a lot of all. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I I couldn't even imagine being a fan of a team kind of going through this right now because it's unprecedented. It's a starting quarterback. Like he's such right. an important right, and it's very loud and very out there and very 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 bad. Yes, very very bad. A hundred percent agree with you there. What, how do you think this all plays out? I, I feel like he's only he's going to play sometime this season. You do? Okay. I do. Yeah, I really do. Maybe a year. That's my max. I think he's going to suspend it for a year. That's kind of how I think it's. I going think to play that's. Out. I think that's the max. I don't think it's yeah. going to be anything more than that. 
So I know he, people like bring up Trevor Bauer, but I don't think that they're going to go there. Yeah, I think I, I think the Trevor Bauer. I think it's kind of a different. Just the, the whole way the process has gone is different. Yeah, I, I think I think if the NFL maybe took a little longer, a little more time to kind of investigate mm-hmm. this stuff, I feel like the process has has just been rushed yeah. as well due to the fact that the season is coming up. Um, so you brought up Baker Mayfield. Uh, is there? Do you think there's any chance that he's back in Cleveland? There's absolutely zero chance that he'll ever play for the Cleveland Browns again. Like he he literally said yesterday, no. Yeah. He said no. Both sides are ready to move on. Mm-hmm. He's I, never I, coming back. I couldn't even – yeah, there's no way he could come back. You can't put him in that locker room. Ima- like, imagine right. a locker room with him and Deshaun Watson in the same locker room. Just It would be awkward. It's just not going to It's not gonna happen. If you, if you bring him back into that locker room, you're going to lose players in free agency. Yes, 100% so. agree. Um, that would not that would not be good. You already have a lot of trouble as it is, so why add more to it? I think bringing him back is impossible. And if I were Baker Mayfield, though, that would be your best option. Yeah, do you think you think it would be best option to come back for Baker? Right, because what other option does he have? Fair, Seattle, maybe. But they're like. not they're not doing it. Though. Yeah, they're not doing it. it. They haven't done it. So like his best option would be to like suck it up and play but he basically traded himself when he put out his statement so so your advice to baker mayfield be right now like let's say you were baker's agent you would be let's call up andrew barry let's call up the coach no 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 that would terrible advice but i think that would be like like the best case scenario for him where he would be able to play and okay. showcase his talents which i don't know what would happen would yeah. be to play this season for the games that he would not be there but that that's out of the question by all means yeah i think once the sean watson got traded i think that relationship was uh was over what do you uh yeah i think it was over before that yeah that's fair but that's he fair. didn't realize it mm-hmm. right. yeah th- th- this i think this this ownership um and this front office they, they wanted they definitely wanted to move on even if they didn't get the sean watson right i think that baker mayfield was done yeah, exactly. What's your uh, what's your confidence level in a Jacoby Brissett heading into Week One? Because it looks um, like you right? know our first like six games, I could see us winning three, three okay. to four, and that's not even like I know it's Jacoby, mm-hmm. but if you look at how the Browns played last year, the defense is really good. Yep. The other pieces around him are decent. You have two good running backs, uh, three if you need them, mm-hmm. and. If we could get by winning a few games against bad teams with Case Keenum, why can't they sneak a few with Jacoby? Yeah. No, you definitely you're definitely right there. I actually like going back to last year on this podcast, me and my my old co-host, we, we kept talking, like, I don't get why Case Keenum isn't starting right now. Like Baker Mayfield's shoulders clearly shot. I just felt like Case Keenum was the better option. Uh yeah. Really last year. I did too. Yeah. You know, I did too. And uh, just like we had Nick Mullins out there playing <laughs> Better than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, we lost the game, but still. Oh God, Nick Mullins! There was a preseason game for the Eagles last year. Nick Mullins might have played the worst game as a quarterback I have ever seen uh, a mm-hmm. quarterback play. I'm surprised he even got some uh, some starting time there. So you brought well, the running was, backs. He was, oh, no, keep we going. were down bad. We we were down bad yeah. though. Like we were all COVID everything. And yeah. I'm surprised he did as well as he did with what was available. So you brought up the running backs. Um, mm-hmm. I do think one I. My, uh, if I was to go into my crystal ball here, I do think one of those running backs is not going to be on the roster come week one. 
who would you trade? Kareem Hunt or Dearness Johnson? Who would you rather get rid of? Because I, I actually do think one of those guys are going to be traded by. Uh, oh, I think Kareem stays one hundred percent. You do? Okay, okay. Yeah, I think Dearness would be the one to go. I think they, I think they will keep Kareem. Um, I mean, he's played well. He's yeah come a long way from what has happened from Kansas mm-hmm. City, and he's been playing well. And I just, I don't think that they would. I don't think now is the time they're going to. Maybe next year, but I think he stays this hmm. year. I because the way I look at it, right? Like they went out of their way to kind of keep Dearness Johnson. They didn't let him kind of hit free agency. They wanted him back that bad. And Cream Hunt's contract is very tradable. There's some teams that have running back openings, like the Eagles, for instance, could have an right. opening right back. Boston Scott is the backup running back there right now. And Kenneth Gainwell, you got mm-hmm. the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think are a very interesting option for a potential. Kareem Hunt trade. I don't know. I, I do feel like one of those guys would go. Is there someone on the? Is there a move that you want the Browns to make? I guess the Deshaun Watson thing hanging over the head. But besides that, is there a move that you want no. the Browns to make before Week One? No, I, I've not. I have no one else that I think that is attainable for them mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, I just don't see any. I just don't see any available options that is going to increase this team significantly. Mm-hmm. So they would probably roll with what they have. All right. I got to ask this question before we kind of get into your background here. Are you a fan of the Guardian's name? I mean, I don't really care. You, you, you don't I care. wanted them to be the Spiders. I thought that was spiders? way more fun. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was way more fun. Yeah, I thought yeah. you could do way cooler things for some promos. But um, Guardians, it's fine. I don't really – I don't hate it. I don't love it. I was just like, okay, whatever. I'll just go. It's just, it's just, it's just there. Uh, and yeah. I'll be honest, in, in Toronto radio, that name gets ripped all the time. People hate it. People they hate, hate it. it. They hate it here. Yeah, for some reason they just never oh understood it. Yeah, for some reason the Guardians name just never fit. With, well, uh, tell them they don't have to come to the games. Yeah, <laughs> and you I think, don't have to go. I think we still have a little bit of beef from the 2016 ALCS, so maybe that's part right. of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go? Did you go to any? Of I was at I was at one of the games. I have like yeah. videos on my phone from LeBron James at the game holding his bottle of uh, Jack with oh, J.R. Smith. That's awesome. Yeah, it was oh, cool. that, that series still hangs over my head. That was the year. That was the year for the Toronto Blue Jays. And uh and we you guys got in the way. <laughs> and then so did the Cubs. Yeah, exactly. And so did the Cubs for you guys. Okay, Gab, let's let's kind of let's kind of transition here to kind of how you got to where you are today. Cause uh I, I've heard you on some podcasts in your Twitter before, mm-hmm. and I feel like you have a very, very interesting upbringing um to get kind of get where you are today. So you are you have a is it uh, sorry if I'm butchering this? You have a biochemistry degree? Yes, yeah. I have a biochemistry degree. I okay. hope to never use it ever again. <laughs> okay, so kind of let's go back to the beginning here. Explain right. to me how someone with a biochemistry degree gets to where you are today. Kind of kind of explain your pathway. Well, I, I went to school for biochemistry. I wanted to be a doctor, like an eye doctor, ophthalmologist, do things like that, like LASIK and stuff, because I've had to wear glasses in context my whole life and I just was really interested in it. I thought, yeah, this would be something that I would want to do. And then I realized um, I hate blood. Can't do that. Can't go into that field. I hate <laughs> blood and I don't want to touch anybody. So then I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? Then I went to grad school for green chemistry, sustainability, started working in a lab as a chemist uh, while I was still in Pittsburgh. Then I started just posting about sports on the internet. My friends are like, you talk about sports a lot, just post it and see if people like it. I'm like, okay, I don't really know if they will. Then I did. Odell Beckham Jr. retweeted one of my tweets. I got like 4,000 followers from that. It was wild. Wow, okay. And then I just started posting more. 
and companies started reaching out. They're like, have you ever thought about doing this as a job? I go, uh, no, probably not. Cause I work in a lab every single day. Mm-hmm. Don't have the background. Reached out to a few people, set up some calls. And then I started working for FanDuel and that's, that's it. That's how it started. So how, so what, so how did you like, so when FanDuel, I guess, offered you the job, how, how long ago after that was the Odell Beckham tweet? Like how long did it go from getting traction from Odell Beckham retweeting one of your tweets to kind of. Um, I would say, so it was like September. It was first season. He was here September. And then maybe like January. Okay. So not so six months. Yeah. So within six months, you were retweeted by Odell Beckham Jr. and you were hired by FanDuel. Well, I wasn't hired yet, but like they reached out and like I started okay. the process. And then I, I started, I didn't, I didn't work with them until July, but okay. we had a few phone calls from like February to then. But like COVID started, so it delayed yeah. the process. And then, yeah, that's. So what was the, what was the call like? So. Did you have to call? Were you still working in the lab when you when you started full time at Vandal? Um, I was. Well, I was doing. So when I work, when I worked there, I would do like two days in the lab, and then three days I would do like data analysis okay. of the things that I did. And at that time, I was just doing like things on my computer at home every single day, like charts, graphics, um, coding for different things that we've already tested or want to compare to other things that other people have put out there. So um, I was just working from home. Okay. Is this is this kind of everything you wanted? Did you did you even expect anything like this to happen? Like, were you a fan of sports when you were a kid? Oh my god, I love sports. I've loved sports my whole life. I okay. love sports my whole life. But it's funny because my freshman year of college, I took a class. You know how you have to take those stupid like electives, like different yeah. ones, freshman ones. I took this like ESPN class. It was like a reporting class, and I was like, I hate speaking like that i hate using that fake voice i love sports but i'm like this is this one is not for me yeah it's just funny how it's been since that were you always a cleveland sports fan growing up yes always a cleveland sports fan very unfortunate i know yeah (laughs) were you uh, like are you a three it's they don't have a hockey team right yeah so three for three yeah Yeah, basketball baseball football i mean columbus there's a hockey team i try to get into it but oh yeah columbus yeah for sure yeah and I'm trying to get into a little soccer because they have a soccer team. So, yeah. Okay. Um, did you play sports growing up at all? Yeah, I played softball and basketball. Okay. Right on. Take me back to uh, – okay, so take me back to 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers run. Were you? Did you go to any of those games? Um, I didn't go to any of the finals games. I went to a couple games in the series before. And um, I just know in 2016 I was – a Cavs psychopath. Like <laughs> I loved the Cavs more than any team anywhere ever. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving was my guy and he broke okay. my heart unfortunately, but yeah. It's been downhill ever since. Yeah. He's breaking a lot of a lot of fans uh, uh right. a lot of fan hearts on different teams. Right. So he's, was, just, uh, he's a complicated man. Yeah. That's that's definitely the way to describe a Kyrie Irving is complicated. So that that run when they were down 3-1 was the city kind of deflated? Did did, did you guys expect them to come um, back? Um no, 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 no. We did not expect them to come back at all. And then each game, we're like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And then yeah. eventually, um, everybody cried, and we celebrated, and it was awesome. Was games? Was that night the best night of your life? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, that's yeah. one of my favorite days ever. Yeah. Because I get, like, most people, like, some sports cities, you know, you get to experience that very often. So we've had one. And I don't know if we'll ever get another, but that day was great. And 
everybody, yeah, they celebrated. Well, Toronto sports fans and Cleveland sports fans kind of a lot of light because there's not a lot going on mm -hmm. um, in Toronto. I, and I will say that when the Raptors won the title, that was probably – I'd say it was probably one of the top three nights of my life. We, we – there was like about seven of us in this basement here behind mm -hmm. me watching the game. And when they won – we were like going crazy and we were debating on whether to go to a bar or mm -hmm. I'm about 40 minutes east of Toronto. Yeah. So we were like debating, do we go downtown or do we go to a bar? And one of my buddies was convinced, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. So we called a taxi. We got as far as we could. Yeah. Downtown. And then you just went. And, we, and, we, and then we ran. And when we started running, we had to run like 20 minutes downtown. And I've never That's seen, funny. I've never seen a so city many like people. Before. Yeah. It's, it's insanity. Just like people everywhere. That mm -hmm. was, that was easily one of the, one of the best nights of my life. Okay, so you you've done a lot of traveling. So for your job, you do a lot of traveling to ballpark stadiums, whatnot, football, baseball stadiums. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite stadium you've been to? Um, at Camden Camden Yards. Okay, I, I, I had Camden so Yards. much fun. Was, I love so Yards. much fun. Yeah, Camden Yards is so beautiful. Such mm -hmm. a nice ballpark. Right. It was. I like everybody told me that it's it was really good. So I like my expectations were high, but they exceeded it in every single category. Mm -hmm. The yeah. fans were nice. Yeah. Food delicious. And like the game day atmosphere was pretty good, so yeah. loved it. Baltimore's an underrated sports stand. Was that where the was that the Fruit Loops hot dog that you posted on Twitter? No, that one's in Cleveland. That, <laughs> that one's in Cleveland. Okay. Um, I got me. I got like a crab dip hot dog. Okay, it was really good. Tell me about the Fruit Loop hot dog. How that taste? Nasty. Nasty. And like, yeah. there's there's a lot of people that like it. I get yeah. I get why they like it. Like a lot of people do get it. And um, no, it wasn't for me. <laughs> it was yeah, not definitely. for me. Definitely if it was just the mac and cheese and the bacon, that would be good. So it was mac and cheese, bacon, and Fruit Loops on a hot dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That just seems like a really weird combination. There's I, like I two like more that they have at this place. I need to try the other two. Okay, so you what? What's your um? You 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 just talked about interviewing Miles Sanders and Jalen Rager at the beginning of this podcast. Is do you have a favorite interview that you've done so far? Because you, you um, as well. I mean, Justin Jefferson was awesome. That was like really quick at the Super Bowl, but like he was. Awesome. That was a great one. That was he. That was probably one of my favorites. He was super nice. Okay. Um, Michael Vick was kind okay. of random. That was it was random, but I was like, yeah, yeah. sure, I'll do it. Like, sure, mm -hmm. why not? He was he was cool. Tyreek Hill was very nice too. Okay, that's cool. I've I've listened to Michael Vick's interviews. He he seems like a very genuine dude. Um, is there anything else you want to accomplish? Like, is, is, are you kind of where you're at right now? Is that you you're kind of happy with status quo, or are you looking for something bigger? Um, I mean, I would, I would love for um, like the show that I'm on to be like big and on TV and everybody yeah. watch it every single day. Like I would love to talk about sports every single day and have mm -hmm. people like do our makeup before and we're on set. That would be, you want to be on TV. Right. But not like, not like ESPN TV. Okay. I want to like be funny TV? on TV. No, I just want to – I want a space where we can say what we want to say, where it's funny and not – um, because, like, ESPN's a little soft. Yeah. yeah. You can't really tell day, jokes. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, every, well, yeah, we're not going to say anything harmful, but they just don't have the funny aspect to it. You mm -hmm. know, like how Pat McAfee is okay. funny. Like, he's not really going to be on ESPN every day. They'll have him on sometimes. No. But a space where you can be funny and say things and, yeah. I actually think it didn't ESPN like ban their guy, their their employees from going on Pat McAfee's show. I'm pretty sure because they don't want like it associated with that kind of like style of media. Yeah, so ESPN, sure ESPN is um, 
on their downfall. <laughs> I, I think you might be on something there. So the goal is to be on TV. So you want to do like like a like a YouTube radio show like every single yeah, day. like something where people can watch. It's very yeah. like it's not over the top, super mm-hmm. formal, casual, funny sports with the girls. Mm-hmm. So you've been a very so on Twitter you're a big advocate for women in sports and and I love seeing that I do think they're I do think something has changed I guess over the last few years for women to kind of get their get their place in sports or is there something else you're looking for or something else that you want companies to kind of maybe look look at to kind of gather more traction for women to be in this sports field because some of my favorite reporters are sports like Mina Kimes is one of my favorite yeah, football sure. reporters like I, I do think that there there shouldn't be any sort of bias there do you think that the, I guess that companies are doing enough to kind of allow women in sports. And if no, not, what do you think? they? Should I don't do? think, I don't think they no? are. Uh, I don't really, I, there, there's people that are doing stuff and it's awesome to see because every day you see more women in this space and it's awesome, but there's way more room for way more. And I think a lot of women in this space have to work a little harder than some of the guys that are in those positions that are like in elevated positions. Like again, ESPN, no hate, but you're like the male employees at ESPN, have a way longer leash and can say way more things and can do all kinds of things that the women that work for them can't like Richard Jefferson is super awesome. He makes funny TikToks every single day. Um, some of them are crazy. They push the line a little bit of what ESPN would be, but like if a woman working in his position did that, they'd probably get fired. So I feel like there's room to um, let people say a little more like women say a little more usually they have them just in the middle asking the questions i want them to answer the questions okay because so a lot of them of, are very insightful so like for instance like chris thompson is going to be like the, i guess the lead of amazon football you you want more women kind of having like not the host side of things kind of like what right. i'm just doing yes for okay. them to have an opinion on the topic instead of just asking it yeah okay so last question for you gabby you again, you, you're, you're kind of a you're a success story for a woman in sports. You've kind of gotten to where you've gotten today is unbelievable. Just proves hard work pays off. What would what's advice for what's I guess advice you would give to a woman who wants to make it in sports? Um, there's always going to be people that are haters because there's a lot of people on the internet that are unhappy. But as long as you're having a good time, who cares what they say? Because you know you're having a better time than them. Continue doing what you do because there's always going to be someone unhappy because they're not achieving the things that you are doing. So don't let them all get to you because yeah. a lot of them aren't real people. They are, but they aren't. Hundred percent. Right. A lot of most people that come at you are four followers with with nine numbers in the name. Right. So. so you couldn't have said that somewhere. Right. You couldn't said it yeah. with your regular face. Gotcha. Wonder yeah. why. Exactly. That's Gab Goody of Fanduel. Why don't you plug in anything? Want the listeners to take a look at before you go? Um, you guys can follow me on. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is gone for a second. You can follow me on <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. My name wherever this side right there and then you guys can catch me on FanDuel Tuesdays see you on Twitch for Unsportsmanlike Conduct 7 p.m. Eastern and yeah that's all I got awesome thanks so much for doing this really appreciate it yeah for sure